Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. I am Troy Shockley, and this is the Coffee Break Podcast. Thanks for joining our chat today. Coffee Break brought to you by Cochrane Insurance. Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Susan Goodkeese, our guest this morning. And I guess as it turns out, our final chat with Susan, at least as a commissioner, we're going to see if we can't sneak her onto the show for something else. I'll find an excuse. But uh, Susan electing to step down at the end of her term, her position on the commission now filled, of course, by Tom Rolfe in the upcoming year. Uh, he won the election in November. So, uh, Susan, thanks for joining us this morning. Very, very pleased to be here. Good morning, Troy. I, I can't believe we finally hit the date. You started counting down a, a long time ago, and the number was very large. Yeah. And, uh, the number now- was very large. <laughs> what, what's the number now? Officially, how many days do you have left in that office? Thirteen. Okay. So you're, you're almost done. I am approaching the single-digit fidgets. Yeah. I can't believe that that has already happened. What's it been like? kind of wrapping up this chapter. I mean, certainly it's been a more interesting chapter than you probably anticipated it would be. Boy, who could have ever uh, predicted this rodeo? Uh, It's been, it's just been one of the greatest honors and privileges and challenges of my life to serve uh, for the last seven and a half years. Um, As you recall, I was, was appointed. So this wasn't really in my game plan, uh, but uh, so happy and uh, pleased to have been able to have uh, been appointed and then elected and then served. So, you know, even, you know, you always hear that term, silly goose. Well, even a goose has good enough sense to know that it doesn't have to lead the flock all the time. They lead for a while, and then they kind of slip to the back and let somebody else lead, and perhaps in, a new, in, a, in somewhat of a new direction. So we'll, we'll see where we go. Yeah, think back to that time, as you pointed out, Yeah, you, you know, appointed at one point, and then you did decide to run then and and won that spot. I mean, why did you decide to do that after the appointment? What was it that made you think, you know what, I want to stick around for a bit? Well, here's the deal. When, uh, when the six uh, candidates were um, interviewed by the Republican Central Committee way back in 2013, one of the commitments that they extracted from us was that whoever the successful candidate was, whoever uh, Andy and Mike picked, that they would agree to run uh, when, when that year and a half was up. And so thinking that, well, heck, I'll be more likely struck by lightning than get selected by Mike and Andy, of course I could agree to that. Uh, because, it, you know, because they hadn't had an Augusta commissioner for over 100 years. So, no, I didn't think my chances were good. So, of course, I was certainly uh, willing to agree to that because I never thought it would happen. But, of course, and then it did. And, of course, as I got to the commission with no preconceived notions, uh, for the first year and a half, I looked around and kind of got my bearings, saw some of the issues and challenges that were facing us. Some of them were very, very clear. The, the jail, for example, um, the, all the lawsuits that had uh, that were hanging over at the time. And uh, I thought, well, I am so interested in this. Uh, I love this work. Uh, I enjoyed working with, uh, with Andy and Mike. Um, and so I 
And anything I do, of course, is 100%. So when I decided to run to honor my commitment, you know, I was in it to win it. Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Susan Goodgeese, our guest this morning. And we mentioned, of course, Tom taking uh, your open seat. And from talking with him, I know he spent some time attending meetings, learning about how everything works. Uh, how important was that for him as he gets ready to start sitting in on uh, on the commission? Well, you know, I decided a couple of years ago that I wasn't going to run again. And I, I, made, I made that very public mm -hmm. announcement with the express purpose of whoever would be considering taking my spot would come to the county and learn about it. And of all of the people in Lewis and Clark County, it was Tom who stepped up right away, early on, came, started coming to budget meetings, began to educate himself, uh, and uh, he's been coming in on a real regular basis. I've got my office all cleared out for him. Um, and so when, uh, when Tom takes office on December 29th, when he is sworn in, uh, I will have a great sense of confidence in him. We don't agree about some things. That's all right. Uh, and, uh, but I think that honest man of good character, and I think that he's going to be willing to listen, and I think that Lewis and Clark County will be very well served. I am very very uh, relieved and confident in uh, in Tom's abilities. Yeah, I know that was your intent when you announced so early. And, you know, the, the guy, he didn't just show up for run-of-the-mill. He showed up and sat through back-to-back -back budget meetings. If you show up yep. for budget meetings, you're committed. That's right, because, <laughs> boy, I'll tell you, it's like watching paint dry. <laughs> well, it, Susan, in terms of current business, I mean, COVID's certainly at the top of the list. It's going to be one of the, the things highlighted in, in your tenure, of course, just because um, we've got some vaccines now at the hospital. So I guess we've got some good news at the tail end of, uh, of your tenure. Oh, I am very relieved. Uh, and, but make no mistake, COVID is not yet done with us. Boy, are we done with COVID, right? But it's not done with us. So even though we have this vaccine that is uh, now being uh, some, somewhat available, certainly not to the general public yet, but it, but it will be soon. We're on the right track. Uh, but people need to continue to be diligent and, and careful and mindful of, uh, of their fellow citizens. What have discussions been around the virus, the vaccine, a county goings on? I mean, what's sort of at the top of the list for the commission right now? Well, right now, vis-a-vis COVID, of course, uh, Lewis and Clark County uh, remains very concerned, as is the city of Helena and the city of East Helena and uh, public health, you know, about the possibility of the legislature coming mm -hmm. to meet in person. Uh, I'll tell you what, boy, they are gonna—they are gonna marinate in that stuff. Uh, and and every—I've been around in those legislative halls for for more than thirty years, and it, every year there's horrible flu that goes through there. But this is this is like the flu on steroids. This is so much worse than the flu, and it is. And, and the the deal is, I understand that Helena is the capital of Montana. And to other people in the state, Helen is the capital. But to us, this is our home. And so we ask, we implore, 
the legislature to be mindful of us. The staff who 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 work there, um, some of them some of them have been around for for more than thirty years. Some of them who are currently going to be working as a legislature, they were working there in nineteen eighty nine when I got there. Yeah. For so I'm hoping that the legislature will be careful, but I have not seen any evidence of that yet. Yeah, for people that uh, that maybe aren't aware, I mean, going back to my sports days, hockey locker rooms are the absolute worst locker room, the worst smell, the worst. They are the worst in all of sports. That matches the uh, the Capitol building in terms of during the session. I've never been in a place uh, that more people get more sick during you know a three-month period. They call it the Capitol crud, and it happens every single session if, if for people – Really, I guess maybe not aware and not tuned into the politics. This is not a, well, a couple of people will get sick. Everybody gets sick, and they're all in there sick at the same time. They're working all day long in the same room. It it, yep. gets, it gets really, really bad. And, it, and, you know, and they're packed piece by gel. It is not at all uncommon to have uh, legislative staff working 12 or 14 hours a day. And I mean, when I say marinate, I mean, those guys are doing in that miasma of of you know it's you know it, in the past it's it's been like the capital cred like you refer to it, but this is something this is a completely different beast mm-hmm. that we're talking about here and uh and remember so you've got people coming from all over the state many of these counties have public health departments that are pretty much uh neutered dismantled and um covid tracing will be uh well nigh impossible and I mean, this is really a big deal. And I completely understand our businesses wanting to be able to stay open. And I know that this is this is a, a big money making season for the for our businesses. We also want to keep our businesses open, and we can keep our businesses open if we are not absolutely over, overrun by COVID. You know, interestingly, my son, who's an ER doc in Sandpoint, Idaho recently intubated somebody, a COVID person, who was a, a, from Sandpoint but had to be medevaced to Missoula because that was the closest ICU bed they could find. Wow. We don't want to have that happen. In, we don't want to have that happen in Helena where somebody from Helena gets sick because somebody from Roundup or Circle or the Yak brings COVID to the legislature and 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 somebody from Helena gets exposed. I don't want to have people be medevaced some other place looking for for an ICU bed. And this is not this is not this this is real. I mean, this is this is really happening to somebody that I know and absolutely trust. You know, when my son was telling me about that, I, I just I just couldn't believe it. But this is this is a reality for a lot of people. Yeah, Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Susan Goodgeese with us this morning, and uh, you know, talking about the legislative session. I believe they're supposed to meet um, here very soon. Might be today, nine o'clock. Uh, yeah, uh, talking sort of <laughs> online, talking about what the session's going to look like. You've said uh, that there's a middle ground there. It doesn't have to be all. Doesn't have to be nothing. What would that middle ground be in order to kind of you know make both sides happy and and do the best we can? Okay, so I think that there's a way to follow the Constitution, follow the law, and stay safe. That would uh, for the legislature to convene. Everybody gets sworn in. Everybody have their photo ops one day. 
uh, you know, because it's, it's a very heady thing. It's very cool. It's very exciting to get elected, right? And and you come and you get sworn in and it's beautiful and your family comes and, gee, it's just great. It's really, really a day of great pride for families and the newly elected, right? Everybody gets sworn in and then they recess. And they recess until spring, until the, the, the vaccine has had a chance to be more widely disseminated. In the meantime, the, the legislative leadership can appoint the appropriations subcommittees, and those committees can be meeting virtually. I've been doing business like that for nine months, every doggone day, you know, the, doing Zoom, and we're getting a lot of business done. And they can, they can get their budget work done, and they can, um, they can convene, recess, and come back. Alternatively, uh, that would be the best. I think. The next best thing would be that the legislators themselves and their leadership would limit the number of bills that they introduce to maybe two. Some of those folks have 10, 12, 15, 25 bill draft requests. There are well over a thousand bill draft requests right now for 150 legislators. Now that's ludicrous. Show some discipline. Pick the, pick the most important issues to you. You know, we don't need to have a lot of these feel-good bills and bills that we know are unconstitutional and just because somebody's going to, you know, they want to they beat their chest to be the coffee shop hero back home. You know, let's, this, this is not, these are not regular times. This is not a regular legislative session. We can still do the business of the people. We can still fulfill the constitutional mandate, but they don't need time. Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Susan Goodgeese with us this morning. We're going to take a break here in a couple minutes, but I, I, I wanted to uh, not break sort of in the middle of the, of this line of thought. I, I wanted to ask you, Susan, uh, part of the request that you've made, uh, you and, and, and other leaders in uh, in the city, in the area, sent a, uh, a letter to Governor-elect Greg Gianforte. And uh, as I understand it, one, of, one part of that was requesting that the legislature hire their own contact tracer that's a it's a big yep. problem in our county they're overwhelmed is that something oh, that we've yeah. heard anything about well apparently I, I my understanding this is just scuttlebutt it's certainly nothing official it's just what i hear on the street that i have a little trouble doing that um i hope that's not true uh because they better by golly get one because that because covid tracing 56 counties a lot of them have um have health departments that are that, that, that have been neutralized, um, you know, county, local, public uh, public health officers, you know, resigning, being defeated by their commissions. Uh, no, they, 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 need, they absolutely need to get their own contact tracer. Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Susan Goodgeese with us this morning, and uh, she's only got 13 days left with that title. And we've got about 13 minutes left of the show, and we're going to use them chatting with her, but we do have to take a quick break. So we'll go ahead and do that and then chat more with Susan coming up. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. 
In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back in. This is Coffee Break, and I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks for hanging with us today. I do want to pass along one note uh, for those that, uh, for whatever reason, haven't gotten out on the road today or planning on doing that later this morning. We did get a message from a good friend of the station, Dan. He's the one that uh, you seem collecting uh, coffee for all the vets. He uh, he called in to let us know that the roads, at least on the west end, are just, uh, he said, just sheets of ice because of, you know, we had, we had a little bit of snow. We already had some water. It was just cold enough to freeze overnight. Now kind of a little bit warm, a little breeze. He said it's just it's really bad out there right now. So if you do have to get out on the roads, please uh, be careful. We are chatting this morning with Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Susan Goodgeese. She's got 13 days left in uh, in, in that role, but she's not phoning it in. She's still uh, working every day. Susan, thanks for hanging out with us. You bet. Happy, happy to be here. I guess officially you are phoning it in at least this morning. For this morning, yes, sir, I am. <laughs> um, Susan, we we talked about um, COVID, of course, in the first half. Are there any changes to uh, regulations coming up that you're aware of in terms of Lewis and Clark County? You know, tomorrow's going to be a really interesting day. Uh, tomorrow will be the day that uh, that the Board of Public Health meets again, and uh, we uh, I've taken a look at some of the things that they are that they are discussing, uh, and, and it appears to be more of the same. Um, and I think that that is very prudent. Uh, probably tomorrow uh, we will, the, the commission will, I, I hope, expect, we will send, we will sign a letter of support to the Board of Public Health, letting them know that the Lewis and Clark County Commission continues to rely on public health who makes their decisions based on science and not politics. Well, if we look back um, at your time, because I don't want to run out of time before we do that, we could talk the whole show about uh, COVID easily. But I want to look back at your time on the commission. We had uh, Montana Attorney General Tim Fox on the show this week as well, looking back uh, at his time. It's, it's a growing theme this week, but uh, you know, the county's COVID response is big. Of course, it's front and center, but it's not all you've been involved with. I mean, the, the fixes at the detention center have to be a highlight. Of course, of course, we're, uh, you know, and we, uh, we, we have been success. We have been successful. Uh, it took us a long time. Uh, the work continues. We've got some finishing touches. We, we are uh, doing the work will be what they, this is a term of, of art. We are, will be at substantial completion, scheduled to be on Christmas Eve. Uh, of course, there'll be work to be done after that. Everything was slowed because of COVID. Um, we had a couple of outbreaks, we, so we had some delays. Uh, but uh, that work will come. Uh, it, it will not be as quickly as we wanted, but we will uh, have made very, very good use of the uh, of the funds that the public uh, allowed us to spend on this project. You know, and if everything, every dime we have spent, uh, every dime we have collected, can only on, in, in, the, in the bond and the levy can only be used. For that project, nothing else, not like roads or, mm -hmm. or, or anything like that. Uh, so that will soon be done. But one of the things that I'm very excited about is the blue ribbon panel 
the Zoning Advisory Panel, ZAP, that uh, will be appointed on December 22nd. This was a group that was uh, suggested so that uh, because of all the controversy that surrounded Part 2 zoning, and we heard from so many people, gee, we needed to have a more grassroots deal. So uh, in response to that, we have put together the uh, Zoning Advisory Panel, and there will be 12 people on it. And uh, there were different slots to be filled so that we have a very, very broad base. And uh, so we will be making those announcements on the 22nd. There'll be some developers, there'll be some realtors, there'll be some conservation-minded people, there'll be some people who live in Part 2. We'll have some people from Part 1. We'll have some bankers, uh, all different kinds of folks, all uh, flood people who are, who are living in the flood area. And it'll take a two-thirds supermajority in order to make sure that any decision that they make is broad-based, and of course they will be um, advisory to the Planning Commission and as well as to Lewis and Clark County Commission. And I am hoping that that, that will be a standing group, that there, there will always be a formalized method for uh, developers and residents to be able to work together collaboratively uh, to make good planning decisions uh, for the development out in the Helena Valley. I'm very, very pleased with that. I'm, I'm kind of over the moon about it. We had 30 applicants for 12 spots. And uh, really, I've got to tell you, I was pretty incensed when somebody suggested that this would be a rubber stamp. Boy, au contraire, mon frere. And it's 2020. So we actually had some sort of weird technical glitch that randomly ate the final few minutes of our conversation with Susan. Susan, I'm so sorry about that, but it gives us one more excuse to get you back in the studio at least one more time down the road. Thank you so much uh, going out to Susan Goodgeese for always being willing to chat with us and for all the work that she's done for the Helena community and Lewis and Clark County. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.